Welcome to the Jimbo Podcast, where you can find all your favorite Jimbo Show content in one place. Interviews, prank calls, bits, and a whole lot more. And now, here's your host, Jimbo. All right, it's another episode of the Jimbo Podcast. So excited about this one. I have JP Sears with me. JP is, of course, the life coach, the internet comedian. You've seen his videos. He has his Awaken with JP site on YouTube over a million subscribers and he's coming to houston jp how you doing good for a dysfunctional redhead <laughs> well thanks hey i want to thank you for doing this i appreciate it i know you're a busy guy oh heck yeah brother thank you for inviting me on i so appreciate you for it no problem and, and jp i gotta tell you my my sister-in-law Kristen. She is your biggest fan. We went to her house in Austin, and she's like, you got to watch these videos. And she put on all your videos, and we all sat there and watched and laughed and had had a great time. So I looked at your your Google and everything, and they have you listed as an author, but it's so much more, right? You're you're a life coach. You're an internet comedian. How do you describe yourself? Yeah, you know, in a a, a short word, and... uh, you know, if I try to get more pretentious than that, you know, I might call myself a conscious comedian. <laughs> but you know, my uh, when it gets down to it, my purpose is to help people wake up and uh, follow their hearts. And how I do my best to do that is through the language of comedy. And uh, JP's going to be at the Improv all weekend long. We'll tell you how you can go see him live. But uh, so tell me how it all started for you. How did you come up with Awaken with JP and your your your, your whole uh, internet? How did the internet videos start? Because I read somewhere for you, you were doing kind of serious videos and you kind of stopped yeah. and started doing funny ones. Yeah, exactly. It's been a big happy accident for me. You know, first off, I'm not intelligent enough to orchestrate (laughs) anything that grows into anything special. Uh, So I'm grateful to be where I'm at. And by looking back where I came from, uh, I had been doing life coaching for 13 years. And uh, I, at the tail end of that, I started making like serious life coaching style videos And, you know, just help people around the world, put them on YouTube and, you know, nobody watched them, but (laughs) I I was doing that. But uh, towards the end of that, I started having these ideas come to me, sharing my perspective through the language of comedy. So I'd have these ideas for comedy videos to convey a message. And I thought it was a dumb idea. I'm like, wow, yeah, I'm trying to help people here. It can't be funny. That's not going to help people. (laughs) But, you know, just like a baby that's ready to be born, the ideas just, they were persistent. So finally I made the first stupid comedy video. And, you know, it it turned out like it it hit pretty well. A bunch of people watched it. But more importantly, it, it really woke me up to like, holy crap, like I'm, yeah, I've always allowed myself to be very funny in my personal life, but here in the professional life, letting other people see this, it I mean, that felt pretty damn good. Kind of felt like a dolphin finding water again after it's been on an ocean hiatus. What, what was the first one to kind of blow up? That What was that first one you did that kind of changed yeah. your mind? It was called How to Be Ultra Spiritual. So I was showing, portraying this spiritual ego that's, that uh, a lot of spiritual people, including myself, have. Uh, so, yeah, that caught on. And, you know, it woke something up inside of me where I wanted to keep making comedy videos and never thought they'd turn into anything um, 
into what I've got now, but things just kept growing and I kept following the scent trail of creativity and comedy. And that turned into the book. Basically that kind of video kind of spurred you to do the, the book titled how to be ultra spiritual. Correct. Yeah. I, I wrote a book, uh, you know, themed in expanding, uh, into deeper dimensions from that first video and did that a few years ago and figured out, wow, a book takes a long ass time to write. So, <laughs> uh, which, it was an absolute joy. But man, that the past few years where uh, stage comedy has come onto the scene, that has just been an absolute joy. And quite honestly, I'd much rather spend my time on stage rather than behind the computer writing another book. <laughs> well, one, one more question about the videos, though. How did you have it in mind? You said it was all a happy accident for you. Did you have it in mind like, I'm going to be consistent? I need to get like three videos a week or four videos a week? Or did they just kind of come to you organically where you're like, oh, maybe I should do some, something on this? And then it ended up being a bunch of videos. You know, after I did a number of videos, I, I did decide, like, I want to get consistent with this. So I, I made a commitment to do one video a week. And, you know, now I'm at the point where I'm doing two videos a week. I've you know, <laughs> got, a, got, got a team that helps me out. But, you know, doing the, the one video a week after I was going, that was important. You know, that that really kept me going and, and helped me push through creative blocks. Cause it's like, I've got to make a video this week, no matter what, I don't care if it sucks, I'm going to make the video. And then, you know, just, just like Forrest Gump, he never knows where he's going to go, <laughs> but, but he always gets there. If he follows his heart and takes the next step, Yeah, that d- doesn't know where that step. And then the next step, well, where those are going to lead. But taking the next step always gets him there when he's following his heart. So getting consistent with the videos meant I always have my next step so, coming at me. So um, so when you're doing the videos, you now have a staff. Uh, obviously, the first ones you kind of just did homemade by yourself kind of was kind of more of a skeleton crew. Oh, yeah. Everything was by myself up until about two years ago. I, I brought on a videographer so I could you expand the the creative visuals with the videos instead of me doing everything, just the video camera on the tripod, me hitting play or record or running in front of the camera, hoping I'm still in focus. So just so uh, take the, just take kind of like the uh, away from your actual life coaching, doing all these videos and stuff, or did it enhance it where you, you have personal clients still and you still consult people and you still kind of do that, but you still able to, to reach the masses with these videos. Yeah. You know, the, the videos, the comedy eventually took the place of the life coaching um, I kept doing the life coaching for about another two years after the comedy began. And then, you know, it, the the coaching, the you know, teaching workshops around the world, that was great. But, you know, something greater was trying to take its place. So I, I let a, a great thing go. And, you know, that was a tough decision. Yet looking back, I'm very grateful because there's been a lot of blessings that have come my way and a lot of doors that have opened that, you know, with my time and energy fully devoted to the craft of comedy, I've been able to, uh, uh, walk through those doors. Well, that's good. So that's great. So, um, so tell me about the live show now, now, how, how did you kind of adapt that? Cause I know the videos are very, uh, you know, uh, your video it's, it's a lot different. <laughs> have you oh, done, yeah. have you done stand up comedy before? Or is it something you kind of just said, let, let me try a live show and see what happens. Yeah, you know, it's something a number of years ago, I just said, well, 
let me try it. <laughs> and, and, you know, I'm, I'm glad I didn't know what I was getting myself into or else I probably wouldn't have gotten into it. I would have been too intimidated, but you know, the, the, the live shows are dramatically different than the videos, you know, the videos it's sketch comedy, commentary comedy, whereas the live shows it's very much within the genre of stand-up comedy. So, you know, the, to me, it's, though it's still comedy, it's a very different creative expression. It's like, you know, being on stage is like playing the guitar and, um, you know, being behind the camera, that's like playing the saxophone. They're, they're both music, but they're very different expressions of it. So, but I'll tell you, you know, the, the past handful of years where the, the stand-up comedy has been on the scene, that's my greatest joy. There is just nothing like being with the audience in the club. Everybody's connected. And man, I, I, it's just the greatest joy. Well, that's how, that's, so I've, I've done it a couple of times. It's very, it's not as easy as it looks. That's for sure. And, and you know, you got to make sure you ha- you're organizing stuff. Now, how has the reaction been from your fans uh, that on, you know, seeing the videos and when they come out and see you live, uh, what has their take been on your, your, your live shows? Well, everybody hates it, Jimbo. I mean, <laughs> that's they, why you're they not they touring, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, okay. I got at least well, give me one dumb question. All right, JP. No, <laughs> no, you know, but, but to be honest with you, I have been uh, very grateful for the reaction. You know, the the people that come out to my shows, they're they're joyful, happy people. They're they're a fan, and they come out and. I I just so enjoy the feedback of people appreciating the stand-up comedy as much and sometimes even more than the videos. And, and it's very encouraging because there's a, I mean, there's a stand-up comedy. It, there's a lot of work that goes into it. And, and I don't do the same material on stage that I do in my videos. Cause I mean, that's, that's just yeah. not fun. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be more creative than that. So yeah, the, the, the feedback really makes it worth it and lets me know that something's happening well. <laughs> and I, I got to ask you about the videos because I watched, you know, the, the gluten video and also the, the vegan uh, video. I've been around some vegans, but mostly vegetarians, and they're very true. Now, let me ask you, are you is this based upon your experience talking to other people or people talking to you? Oh, were you the vegan? <laughs> uh, <laughs> How did you, you come up with that, all that? Because it was you really hit it on the, on the head. How did you, just your experience? It's a great question. You know, normally I'm the butt of my own jokes. You know, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm gluten free, so the the gluten intolerant video was about me. But I'm not a vegan, so that was about observing the world around me. And you know, my my wife, uh, she she's a vegan, so it, it came from. Uh, observational experience. Okay. <laughs> and the uh, prancer size video, did the lady respond to you at all? Did she get upset? Uh, lady- <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, first off, I hope she's still alive. I don't know for sure, but no, I, I never heard from her and, but I, I made sure to, you know, reference and link her, her original video in the description. So I don't know. Part of me would like do a little fangirl thing if she reached out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what's next? Uh, I mean, you're obviously doing the tour. Have you been approached? Yeah. Cause when, you know, when you get that million mark and uh, on, on YouTube and stuff like that's when people start coming out of the woodwork. Oh, we need a JP movie. We need this sign this contract right here. What's next? <laughs> <for you? laughs> 
yeah, you know, don't read it, just sign it, JP, right? Yeah, what, what's next? I'm, I'm hoping to sell my soul. You know, what a great <laughs> opportunity. And, you know, I just want to thank everybody who got me here. And I have this truckload of money. No, so, you know, there, I'll tell you, you know, there, there's, there's been uh, TV, there's been movie talks. And, you know, it's truly all just talks yeah. at this point. And, and if any of that pans out, to be something where it becomes a creative endeavor where I'm involved with people that inspire me and it evokes a, a new creative spirit in me, then, you know, it would be a joy to participate in opportunities like that. And I feel so grateful that I don't have a need for that to happen. Yeah. You know, what, what I'm doing now with my own video productions, two videos a week and stand-up comedy, I feel so darn creatively fulfilled as well as fulfilled in how I get to reach and connect with, you know, what is, uh, you know, millions of people every week. So, you know, anything beyond that and, and growing my own creativity with how I'm already doing it, anything beyond that is, you know, the house is money. It, it'd be awesome, but uh, I, I won't hold my breath on it. And uh, just another question about the being a million uh, view video. Do you actually get like a, a special like uh, email from YouTube? Congratulations. Because I, I don't know anybody, you know, I know BTS and I know a couple of the people that have got millions, you know, on their, on yeah. their video. But uh, do, what did they do when you get that? And, and when you first saw it, were you kind of like doing a double take at the computer? Like <laughs> what's going yeah, on? Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, I was doing a double take and I, you know, obviously I saw it coming here in the past few months as the subscriber base was growing, but man, years ago, I, I thought of a million subscribers. I'm like, wow, that'd be cool, but it, it could never happen. So it happened. And yeah, that made me do a double take and yeah, YouTube, you know, they sent me a message and, you know, congratulations. And then they sent me the, you know, what's called the gold play button. So it's a really large plaque that I get to hang on my wall that, congratulates me for reaching a million subscribers. And uh, then I think it was like the next week, YouTube censored me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Censored and, and banned one of my other videos. They're, they're doing a lot of censorship now. So they kind of, they, they gave me a hug and then a slap in the face as the <laughs> congratulations. Well, man, I want to, I mean, I think you're such an inspiring story. It's kind of fun. It's great talking to you too, because I don't know, how calculated this was and how much of a happy accident it was. And it sounds like that you just did what you were passionate about and the people came. Man. Yeah. And, and I don't think I'm the only weirdo that works for, I, <laughs> I think those of us who choose to take a risk of following our passions, you know, it's always clumsy, sloppy at first and, and it sucks, but with consistency of following one's passion, I think life works in a way where you know, things work out for us when we honor our heart, where I think our passions come from. Now, did any of your relatives, when you told them you're going to be a life coach back in the day, were they like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, nobody, nobody knew what that was. And to be honest with you, they still don't know what that is. <laughs> Now I'm a comedian, so I don't even try to explain it anymore. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I dropped out of college when I was 18 after three months. And, you know, my parents were scared. I was scared. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew college wasn't for me. And, 
uh, yeah, it, and I start going to alternative routes of life coaching and, and yeah, people were worried about me. I think they still are. I just pay less attention. So they, they and, and this last question, cause I know you're a busy guy, they consider you a modern hippie, I guess, because of your hair and some of the, 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 you know, the things you preach about, would you consider yourself a modern hippie? Yes. And my intense body odor is something <laughs> else that makes a modern hippie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad this is actually a phone interview, JP. I, I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> you count your blessings, Jimbo. <laughs> Houston Improv all weekend long. You got to go see this guy. Of course, JP Sears is going to be there. It's at 4620 KD Freeway here in Houston. Been to the Improv a bunch of times. It's a great place to go. So, uh, JP, you got a numerous shows this weekend, right? Yep. Friday through Sunday. I can't wait. I lo- love people. I can't wait to be there in Houston. And Jimbo, really appreciate you having me on. No problem. And here's the phone number to call, 713-333-8800. Book your tickets right now for my friend. My new friend, please, JP. We're friends Yep, my, my spirit animal told me we're friends. Okay. And we probably... <laughs> We probably also had a past life together, Jimbo. Oh, wow. So uh, I'm getting some good stuff here at the end of the interview. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or you're just making it up just to, you know, patronize me. It's okay. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, yes, the ball. <laughs> All right, JP. Hey, thanks. My, I, I know you're intensely busy. So thank you very much for giving me uh, 15 minutes of your time. Thanks a lot. Such a pleasure, brother. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. This has been the Jimbo Podcast. Tune in again next week for another new show. Okay? Bye.